Hi, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Cocktails and Classics, where we watch the 1980 classic comedy Caddyshack. Today, we have myself, Dylan, Ben, Hi. and Zach. Oh, God, not that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you just say myself, Dylan? <laughs> yeah, what? He said we say, have myself, Dylan, yeah, Dylan well, I think as there was myself. A, myself. There was an unspoken Dylan. comma in there. A, yeah, there was a comma. There was a comma in there. Dylan asked um, me. Hi. So anyway, <laughs> to get us started, this week Zach is going to introduce the cocktail. Zach, take it away. This week we're sipping on an Arnold Palmer. No, we're not. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's actually a John Daly, but basically make yourself an Arnold Palmer. And then the recipe calls for you to throw vodka in. I'm going to highly recommend you sub that with white rum. Does anybody disagree? I don't know. I have vodka in and it's fine. It's hidden. It's masked. Yeah. I think any alcohol you throw in would be good. Rum. Even a spiced rum. Spiced rum, vodka. I used a lemon-flavored vodka, so the ratio is a little lemony, but you could use... I was going to try it with maybe like a honey jack. would probably be pretty good in there. I really could think you any... use like a bourbon? Oh, I'm sure. With some Every cocktail... Syrup? Every... <laughs> I was going to say every cocktail could be made with bourbon, but I wasn't going to throw the maple syrup in there. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest. You were going to use in, Kroger syrup. No. No. In in honor of Boo. John Daly, it doesn't matter what liquor you're drinking, right? I mean, as long as you are drinking. It matters which liquor you're, you're smelling. The bad boy of golf. It doesn't matter. John Daly. <laughs> oh my God. The only man to ever play a professional round of golf with no shoes on. It's all about how flashy your pants are. See, I was going to wear flashy pants, but we, we're working from home. We're doing this over Zoom, so I'm just not wearing pants at all. Perfect. I wore a, I wore a exactly. polo shirt in honor. There you go. So if you made this week's cocktail, the John Daly, tag us. Take a picture. Put it on our socials. All that good jazz. So if you haven't seen the movie. Add cocktails and classics pod on Instagram. No, they fucking know. They know what the pot is, all right? I trust the audience knows what our handles are, all right? I'm not and even, we're on I'm, TikTok. That's beneath the audience to mention it again. Look but if you do need to know it, page. there it is. If you haven't watched it, make the cocktail, watch the movie, then come back, because we're going to spoil it. Caddyshack is a 1980s comedy. Uh, sport comedy, because they play golf. <laughs> Sport comedy. It's a sports movie. <laughs> is golf a sport? I mean, there's a lot of well, money in it. Major Same with poker. There's literally, literally have, it literally, literally have tournaments called majors. Majors. Well, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not debating that. But like you know, they say like baseball's a pastime. You know, like is they say baseball's America's pastime. Right. Like, I'm just saying, like, the, like is bowling a sport? You know, yeah. Like, do you consider bowling a sport? I consider Kingpin a classic sports so. Okay. No, I mean, I'm not necessarily disagreeing. I'm just wondering because I feel That's like partially sarcasm because I I don't consider it a classic sports movie. Oh, <laughs> but okay. I do consider it a sports comedy. Individual sports get shit well, on so much. But is it is it an individual sport or is it like a game of skill? Where where does the different? Right. Because like it definitely involves physical skill, but on what level? You know, like. The professional level. I just feel like there's an argument to be made that golf is like... I mean, I enjoy golf, but is it a sport? I don't know. The good dudes are like... They're pretty, they're pretty like athletic, the good guys. Like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they are. They didn't used to be. If a kid can earn a varsity letter in it, well, that's tricky, though, because kids earn varsity letters for, like, band. You say that about most sports, though. <laughs> yeah, I got my varsity letter from band, Nerd. right? Doesn't that, it's not a sport. <laughs> Shout out, sax man. <laughs> yeah, so... Marching band, though, is more strenuous than golfing is, but it's not a sport. So is golf a sport? It's definitely, like, there's competition, but I think golf is a sport. Okay. Don't ask me to divine the difference, though. I have no clue. I mean, probably right. just, like, just a game where you topic. exert yourself physically would probably be, like, the basis of a sport. So is bowling a sport? Like battle I mean, You do physically, oh, like, exert yourself when you're tossing the ball down. You physically exert yourself playing COD. Is that oh, a sport? You do not. It's an e-sport. It's an e-sport. Yeah. <laughs> My thumbs are really getting to work out. I mean, you can't win if you're not... <laughs> you, well, you can't win if you're not sweating your balls off, you know? <laughs> if you're... Ass ain't sticking to the leather seat. (laughs) You ain't ain't trying hard enough, boy. If you don't get up and there's not like an imprint on the seat from your sweat, then you're then you're not winning the game. Butt circles on my couch, elbow circles on my knees. That's how you know I got a couple dubs. Um, So the description of the movie on IMDb says an exclusive golf course has to deal with a brash new member and a destructive dancing gopher. Um, But the the movie's really about just these comedic legends all coked up and fucking around for two hours right and danny, <laughs> and, and and danny. yeah i mean and that's there's kind danny. of like the main plot of the movie uh despite the fact that it's the least entertaining part of the movie my gripe with this movie is just it's so hard to follow any of what's happening at yes. any given moment and like to me that almost makes it like not as funny because i'm like I'm just like trying to figure out what the hell's going on, you know, like we'll get it out of the way. It's my also my biggest knock of the movie is the plot kind of shows up in the beginning and then it shows up at the end, but everything else is just comedic scene next to comedic scene next to I started scene. to take I... notes and I quit halfway through because I was like none of this means anything. I'm just writing down like quotes and gags. Like <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they're using Danny's like pushing for the scholarship and that to kind of move stuff along but realistically i think that's just to kind of set him into the story because otherwise there's really no reason for danny to to be there i mean there's still no reason um, for him to be there exactly um, <laughs> he wins. yeah exactly I don't... so backstory originally the original cut of this movie was like four and a half hours what? long and apparently this, the script featured this whole, like, it was a coming-of-age story about all of these caddies who worked at a golf course. Danny being, like, the main character, and he wins the scholarship at the end. But they had so much improvised footage of, like, Chevy Chase and Rodney Dangerfield and Bill Murray just screwing around that by the end of, the, like, the final cut of the movie was a completely different thing. It ended up being, like, a really heavy comedy instead of kind of a... Well, what's crazy too. too is when you think about the fact that there is one scene in the movie with bill murray and chevy chase together because they hated each other so much they refused to be on set together and then they basically got to the end of the movie and they're like wait a, wait a minute you filmed a movie with both of these guys and you you didn't put them together once and it was like oh, i guess we'll i guess we'll do something to, to get them to get them on screen together and which is the, like the most awkward scene. <laughs> oh, it is. It, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, yeah. it's, it's mind shows. if I play through? Oh, no, no, not at all. 
<laughs> well, that's the weird thing is like it fits so well in the context of the movie, but also knowing behind the scenes that they hated one another also adds to that. Like it just feels uncomfortable to watch. Cannonball, cannonball, back at you, back at you, cannonball. Is I invented my own type of grass. <laughs> you can. Oh my god! You, it goes on about you his could play thirty six on this bad boy, and then it'll get you stone off your ass. Goes to take a goes to take a hit and just starts coughing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's harsh. It's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> it's harsh. <laughs> Everything that Chevy Chase says, I mean, throughout the movie, but especially that scene, is just so douchey. Bill Murray's like, "Oh, this is my place. What do you think?" And Chevy Chase's like, "No, it's really <laughs> awful. It's awful." <laughs> well, I got a lot of stuff on order, you know. <laughs> but I, when I become the uh, groundskeeper, <laughs> head groundskeeper, yeah. I say I'm I say I'm assistant groundskeeper. It apparently it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't carry anything. <laughs> I have a plan. Six years I'll be head groundskeeper. Uh, <laughs> I do, do a little studying on the backside. <laughs> he's already got his end game figured out. He talked to the llama. The llama told him he's got everlasting peace when he dies. So he's just got to figure out everything oh. to do in between. He's got that going for him, which is nice. It was really weird because I feel like the thing I knew about this movie was there was a gopher in it. <laughs> And Bill Murray's in it, yeah. and it doesn't matter at all. Like no, none of it. The Bill Murray stuff, the go, like none of it matters. It it could just not be in the movie, and it would be about the same movie. Like it would be roughly the same. I don't think so. So most of the Gopher stuff was added after the movie was filmed. Yeah. Are you starting to you starting to piece together why this movie just feels like a bunch of scenes next to each other and not like yeah. a cohesive movie? This movie kind of feels like a fever dream because you're watching it and from scene to scene you're like, wait, how did we end up here? I feel like I was just somewhere else, like totally different yeah. two seconds ago. What is happening now? I think this movie is like what would happen on SNL if you were never allowed to go to commercial. Yes, and we're now at a boat scene. <laughs> <laughs> I just think this is like the definitive... It's just such a like National Lampoon movie. That's that's what it is to me. Is it's like the story's there, but it's not really important. It's whatever quote unquote story is there basically to tell the bits. And I don't think there's any part where I'm like, how did we get here? Like I feel like they, you know, sometimes it seems a little strong armed, but uh, the naked the most chick part, when they're at the uh, caddy. Day, the 15 minutes of caddy time in the pool okay yes that that oh i but again the point where they got to the it's like kids around and stuff like what do you the doing? point where they got to the caddy day though they did explain through like setting up the tournament and everything like that and when they intro the tournament in the scene it does have the thing up about it being like caddy day or whatever there's just more the nudity in the middle of the <laughs> pool oh in I, the daytime that I'm not gonna lie, I did not remember that in the movie. I yeah, don't know. I was like, I oh, didn't. I'm like huh, sitting there right. watching. I'm like, yeah, the pool scene, and then I'm like, wait, wait, what? When when did this happen in this movie? Because I don't remember it. At what point do we start talking about how much of a douchebag Chevy um, Chase? Are we is? Somebody's already mentioned it? it. Are you talking about in the movie or IRL? Because I've heard both are extremely true. There, there's a there's a scene specifically I'm thinking of when um uh i forget the Danny? main character's name 
Oh my god. No, not Danny. The the woman who goes over to Chevy Chase. Oh, Chase's is it Lacey? Lacey? Lacey Underall? Um, Lacey, yeah. The massage scene apparently was not supposed to happen, and it was improvised. Oh, god. Ew. Um, the spilling of all the massage oil was improvised. Uh, Cindy Morgan, the actress, did not want to do the scene. Um, And then one of the producers called her agent and said, if you don't do this scene, you'll never work in Hollywood again. Nice. That's good. So, fun fact. um, Met Cindy Morgan, who who was the actress who was in the movie, at a comic convention. Super nice lady. Oh, you met her? Yeah. Yeah. My dad went up about that scene. There was no, I was like maybe 13 or 14. Like my dad went up because he was a fan of the movie and like was talking to her and she was super cool. Which I'd buy it out of everybody on the set. I I would have believed she was the coolest one for, you know, people that you sometimes meet at conventions that come across as real a-holes. She was really nice. I feel like she was there for Tron and your dad was like, yeah, but I really liked you in Caddyshack. God, well, she had, she don't. had like, <laughs> no, she had like pic, cause they always have like pictures and stuff to sign, and she yeah. had a bunch of pictures of like Caddyshack stuff. That is a real, that is a real like shame about her though, like having to be pressured between basically like working again or like doing this like really like I don't even know how to put it. I want to say uncomfortable, but it's way worse than that. Yeah. It's like. Like a like, I don't even know. Like borderline assault, almost. I guess like, yeah, it's gross. I mean, it's just like blackballing someone. And then they filmed it and kept it in the scene, like or in the movie, and then it's still like there. Ugh. Uh, so the the set, um, or the cast and crew who were on set, uh, all took off their shirts to try to make it more comfortable. Apparently, it just got really awkward. So Harold Remus ordered a closed set. Yeah, she did. She did say that. She said that that was all, like, closed off. As it should be. I mean, that's how it is when you work on those things, is uh, the only people there are the ones that are necessary. Yeah. I know we kind of talked about, like, some of the the great uh, comedy presence in the film. One person who I feel like is just kind of flies under the radar is the doctor. Um, Dr. Beeper. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love the scene when they're at the yacht club and he like comes up and he's like, Hey man, save me a poke. Gotta do my doctor thing. And, and then it's like Beeper goes <laughs> off and he grabs it and it's like electrocuting him. <laughs> yeah. He, like slaps oh, it out of his hand. <laughs> I feel like some of the other, I mean, like non-major, like the the head of the caddy, Shaq Lou. Mm-hmm. Did you guys recognize that was Brian? Yeah, I recognized him, but I so didn't know Brian, what it, Brian who Brian Doyle is. Murray. He was in. I think he was in. Was it Christmas Vacation? I think yes. he's the boss, the boss in Christmas Frank Vacation. Shirley. He's also the oh, he's okay. also the voice of the Flying Dutchman in SpongeBob. Huh. <laughs> That's oh, funny. His his voice always sticks out to me so much whenever yeah. I hear him. I heard him start talking and I was like, wait a minute. I definitely know who that guy I know that voice. Um but he was in it. Uh Maggie, you might have recognized her from uh 
Animal House, she was the underage girl that the one guy sleeps with. Yay. The um the math teacher. Oh my god. No, 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 no. <laughs> math teacher. The one in the, the Confederate bedroom. Professor? Yes. Oh, that guy. Ew. Um the bishop scene is so funny too. When he like, he, like oh, grabs yeah. Carl to like go play a game and it starts to rain and he's like playing the best game of his life. <laughs> that was he's just gonna... so that was also like so that was so out of nowhere. It was like what is happening? The best is that later in the movie when he says something to him, he's just like, There is no God. <laughs> yeah. He's like yeah. never ask a navy man how many drinks he's had. <laughs> I'm just a man, same as you are. You're not a man, you're a bishop, for God's sakes. There is no God. <laughs> there is no god i love that uh rodney dangerfield is in this movie just to give you like the tldr or the tldw i guess on what 70s stand-up comedy was oh my god every single line like one that i've heard so much in my life is whoa did somebody step on a duck (laughs) like every family function if anybody farted it was always whoa who stepped on a duck yeah yeah very much you said Chevy Chase is a douche, but Lord, is Roddy Dangerfield a douche most of the movie? Oh my god, his character's horrible. But he's like the good guy, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he ends up playing the good guy. Um, One of the super pervy lines, Hey, loosen up, will ya? You're a lot of woman, you know that? Yeah, you wanna make $14 the hard way? Yeah. Uh, I will say, I think, I think the reason that he's beloved in this movie is because the judge was just such yeah he was so so unlikable yes he was so disdained that like rodney dangerfield just being the foil was like oh he's automatically the good guy in this movie his putter cracks me up the putter with With his scoping system (laughs) he's like got this from albert einstein yeah he's a good guy (laughs) made a killing in physics I love uh, when he's talking to the judge's wife for like the first time, and he's like, "Oh, this is your wife, huh? Lovely lady. Hey, baby, you must have been something before electricity." Oh my god! It's like a, it was a, such it, an it, ass. Just a just a random scene. It's just an airplane that flies over, and he's like, "I almost got head from Amelia Earhart." <laughs> that didn't need to be there. You could have just cut and went to the next scene. God, just, yeah. I mean, that's half this movie. Half this movie just could could not be there, and it, it would not lose any, like, uh, like linear thought process or anything. It would have just been like, all right, here we are. I mean, that's what I feel I will say about, like, the, the Maggie thinking she's pregnant. Like, we're going to spend two minutes talking about this, and then, like, in a random scene, and she's in not. a random scene later, she's dancing around like, I'm not pregnant. And it's like... We thought you might be pregnant for maybe two minutes. Like, Apparently why? in the original cut, there's this whole Maggie backstory about how she's like an Irish foreign exchange student. And she's coming over for the summer and trying to experience American lifestyle. So she becomes a caddy and you just lose all of it. There's, yeah, there's so I, much about her character. that's like, well, here you go. Here it is for five seconds. Hope you got it. I mean, I don't need it. No, you don't need it. I feel like this movie was made by like is it doug doug kinney yeah um who's like was one of the founders of national lampoon and like he got bill murray and chevy chase like his friends from when they were doing stuff for the lampoon and then was just like you know i wanted to tell this whole other story and but my friends are better so we're just gonna use the parts with my friends (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, the same thing. You said the Maggie story could be cut. Same thing with the uh, Lacey and and freaking Webb. Like I didn't, oh. we didn't need any of yeah. that. None of that added to the movie at all. You didn't even, need Lacey at all. No, even her with like Danny. It was like, yeah, he, he had sex with her, and then he's like, oh, but Maggie, I love you. Like, well, let's get married because you're pregnant. And it's like, so what did you just like swoon over this lady for the last forty five minutes? Right. Got it. Well, and then Maggie's like, it might not be yours. <laughs> <laughs> it really makes me wonder okay. what the original movie was like. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't watch four hours of no, it. No, not four hours. In that moment, I feel like Maggie's just saying that to get like out of because she doesn't want to be with Danny, and so her thought process is like, well, if I tell him it's not his, maybe he'll just drop it. Mm, I suppose because she didn't really seem like committed to the like it's not yours. She was like, it might not be yours. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that we've we've talked, we've we've mentioned some lines. Is there any any ones outstanding? Because I feel like that's the big part of this. The big part of this is scenes and lines. Uh, any ones we haven't mentioned yet that stand out? Um, well, we're waiting. That's huge. Hear that all the time. Yeah, I was just I I was waiting for that line to come up because I was like, oh, <laughs> this is this is it. <laughs> that and the uh, I got that going for me, which is nice. Yeah. I feel like those are probably the two from this one that endure. I I love it's just such like a a throwaway line, but like in the very beginning of the movie when Danny is caddying for Ty, and he's oh, like, yeah. I just don't know what I want to do with my life, and Ty just looks and goes, You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. So what's the problem? I don't know. <laughs> like just. Dude, I've seen a... that on T-shirts. That's such a great line. Just what a great like. Like a throwaway line, but like just so great. And then when he's talking about the the Zen philosopher Basho, a flute with no holes is not a flute. A donut with no holes is a Danish. He was a funny guy. <laughs> Another throwaway line, which uh, could also be your your drink of choice for this one: uh, bee nectars kill all, kill all the golfers. Um, oh my god! I didn't I didn't realize it was from this movie. Like. I know the packaging has, like, Caddyshack stuff on it. I was like, huh, okay. But uh, Sandy, the head groundskeeper, is talking to Carl, Bill Murray's character, and he's like, I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Golfers! They're great kid, not golfers! The little brown furry rodents! We can do that. <laughs> I love that we don't have to have a reason part. Oh, no, that's doable. We can do that. I lo- like we talked about the scene where the two of them are together, um, and Bill Murray's just like your 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 place got a pool. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got a pond in the back. We have a pool and, and a pond. Pond would be good for you. <laughs> just like such a douchebag, <laughs> such a dick move. I feel like he would do that in real yeah. life as well oh, as his character in the movie. Like knowing the backstory between those two, that scene it just seems so petty. Everything that goes back and forth oh my seems God. so petty. It does. It 100% does. I also like the... the uh, kills me who's is... the Italian kid? Um, Dianuzio. Dianuzio. When he's, like, caddying for the like the, the old couple, and he's like, no, no, the green's this way. Green's this way. And then the old lady is like, wee! And, like, hits it into the lake. The husband's like, that's a pooch, hon. <laughs> <laughs> When the old guy is so 
bad at golf and he's caddying for him. Like he's, cracks me up. He, no, sir, your ball's over here. He's like, I'm on a roll. And today. Then he comes back and someone's like, Did they die out there on you? Or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, did they die on did they die out there or what? I got I wanna imagine uh, that's like somebody's parents. <laughs> like, that's like Doug Kinney's like parents and they're just out there like in a scene. Well I think the best part too is is Again, something I didn't realize till watching it now is that they're the ones who show up for like the tea when the, oh when the judge God. is like trying to beat the shit. And they're like, are we having tea? And the tea <laughs> just falls out of the sky. Oh, I guess that's the tea. <laughs> just oblivious old people. The other scene with, with Tony that just makes no... This scene legit makes no sense. It's not funny. There's no reason for it to be in there is when he's caddying for Rodney Dangerfield's character. And he's like, what's in this bag? Rocks? Are you kidding? When I was your age, I would lug 50 pounds of ice up six flights of stairs. So what? So what? So let's dance. Then any way you want it, my journey starts playing. It's just like, what? Why? Why is this even a... Like a keg with like a tap Oversized golf bag that has like... He's got the Budweiser Yeah, what the hell is that? It's like it's going to break into song and dance right there. Like, oh, are we watching a musical? But he also has, like, the, like, ejector seat for, like, the clubs built in, too. Yeah. yeah, what does he yeah. need a caddy for? <laughs> All he needs is wheels on there. He fucking carries itself around. Rodney Dangerfield had the good, like, like just kind of out there lines. Bill Murray's lines were out there. Chevy Chase's lines, like we said, just make him sound like a, like a dick. You shoot today. Oh, I don't keep score, Judge. Oh, well... How do you measure yourself with other golfers? By height. Like, <laughs> just smarmy. You didn't have to be mean to the judge. Such a smarmy asshole. Also, Spalding, the character Spalding, could just not be in the movie at all. There's so many like side characters who just have no point and purpose. So weird because like Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray, they were brought in to be side characters and then ended up being the entire movie. Well, that's whoever's fault it was for thinking that bringing in three of the biggest stars of the the era to be side characters was a good idea. Well, but Rodney Dangerfield, this was like, I think his first movie, right? I think he was yeah. only like stand up before this. Yeah, the, the only reason Rodney Dangerfield is in it is Don Rickles said no. The studio was like, you have to get a big star. We want Don Rickles. <laughs> so they offered it to Don Rickles and he was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I don't blame him. As much as I love yeah. Don Rickles, I don't think he would have been... I, I don't think that would have been it. We had kind of put this off for a long time for, like... Because we had done Animal House, and we were like, wow, this didn't age that well. This one, I feel like, didn't... It's not it's as not bad so as, bad. like, I think no, we thought. No. There's, like, two or three yeah. things. There's a couple of times where they say N-word adjacent things. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. that. There's a couple things that are, like... Oh, are you are you Jewish? They don't like you. Some of the sex humor is kind of yeah, yeah. Some of the sex humor is kind of like cringy. There's some anti-Semitism in there too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't think it aged as poorly. Yeah, I don't think this. I don't think this was as bad as we were thinking it was going to be for sure. But that's. I feel like that's every every comedy is going to have those types of elements. Yeah, I. I think I was more worried about this one than I should have been. Like I said, I, I think when we go to look at movies that were made in, like, uh, especially, like, the early 2000s, 
the extensive use of the R word is, yeah. that we're going to yeah. see and be like, ooh, yeah. oh, you can't say that anymore. So, like, when I see a movie from the 80s and that, I just, yeah, there's parts of it that I have to kind of, like, cringe at, but I, I try to look past it for the sake of the movie, knowing that it was made at a time where things were more socially acceptable. In my opinion, this, like, style of comedy is what aged the worst. Not in, like, an offensive way, but just, like, a... I don't know. I feel like this movie just doesn't do it for me. Like, the style of it, like... There are movies that are random and have, like, you know, side tangents, but I feel like this one just, like, doesn't care about any... I mean, not that I... Not that I don't... Okay, I don't believe a movie has to care about the plot. That's fine. But... It, like, pretended to in some places where maybe it should have just, like, been, like, whatever. It's kind of like oh, a Family you know, Guy yeah. episode, to be honest. It's like, yes, we're setting you up for this. It is one big, this, long Family Guy and episode, And then here's, like, of. an hour and 20 minutes of tangents that have nothing to do with the plot. I'll give you the perfect parallel for this movie. As in, like, a movie that was made recently, it's set up the same, where it goes beat to beat to beat to beat to beat. However, it does it better. And has and continues the plot throughout is the hangover yes bit honestly every minute. when i said when i said what i like just did the only movie that i was thinking of that you could kind of compare it to is the hangover where yes exactly but like you said i think it does it a lot better because at least when i, I haven't watched in a while but when i watched that i was never like what are we doing like what is this it's absurd but you know what's going on the whole time you know there's a plot yeah. that carries you from beginning to end. Yes, I get like that this is not supposed to be like a plot driven movie. But the but the plot of this movie is is I mean, obviously there's a lot of like cutaway in that, but the overarching plot is about Danny trying Danny, to get his scholarship. Danny trying to get his scholarship and or trying I mean, to figure true, out but there's what also... he's going to do with his life. There's also the gopher. There's also like the judge. There's also the person. Well, the judge is part you know, of Danny's um, plot. I mean, I know, but there's also like buying the property. There's like the description that IMDb even has for this movie doesn't mention anything about. Well, Danny. I don't. I okay. We've read a couple IMDb like two or three sentence like summaries of the movie. That have been no explanation of what the fuck the movie actually was. Can we talk about the end of the movie where, where Danny finally takes us? Because I think it's the like the biggest goof up in history. And they have to as much coke as they did on set. They had to have done it in the editing room, too. Danny didn't win. He tied. Yeah, he, he did. Tie. The end of the movie should have gone to a playoff. They didn't win. <laughs> That's true, because didn't he say if we if you don't make this, we lose? Yeah. yeah. Well, and before that, he's but like, so he it's a tie it, game. Don't, Make it to tie. win. No. I, I don't. I thought they were playing by hole, not by score. They're playing by hole. But the, it's tied. But and... that's what that's what we're saying is if, if Danny makes it and they lose, that means if he makes it or if he didn't make it. Sorry. If they don't, if Danny did not make it, they lose, which means that if they're playing by hole, if he makes it, then they would tie, and they would have to go to a tiebreaker. Yes. Right? I think. Yeah. I, I think, think that's however you cut at. it, the, the movie yeah. should have been Even 15 minutes longer, where we go to a, yeah. you know, a cutaway where they do a sudden death, and there's a scaffolding, and the scaffolding falls down, 
and Danny has to make the unbelievable putt bouncing the ball off the scaffolding, and it ends up coming out of a tube and goes right in the hole. Well, And then, actually, oh, well, it's magic place. Wait, wait, hold on. Because the bet came down to double or nothing, Danny makes this putt. Oh, so they won the bet? That's how they won the bet. Because if you remember, it wasn't about the No, but wait, no, before that bet, though. Yeah, but still. Before that bet. Like, even before, like, if you, I think if we were to watch it, I think he, I think Chevy Chase says, if you don't make this putt, we lose. Correct. And then they double down on the putt. Yes, but double or nothing on the putt means that if he sinks the putt, they might as well win. Because double or nothing basically doubles the it basically sets the the bet to if he makes the putt we win so this week's podcast is brought to you by surfside sips they make high impact glass straws they're a family-owned company and and what's better than saving saving the turts you know the turts <laughs> the turts you know i'm one of those people who hates using paper straws paper straws fucking paper straws suck, suck. They i love the worst what solution. they do i love the that we're we're minimizing the use of plastic straws. I enjoy that. Paper straws suck ass. They suck. They're the worst possible solution because turns out, guess what? Paper and water don't fucking mix, okay? I don't know who came <laughs> up with it, but it doesn't work. Even though even though they put coating on it to try and help, it doesn't work. It just gets soggy and you end up throwing it away anyway, and that's just more waste. And so But you know what doesn't get soggy? Glass. Yeah. Glass straws from Surfside Sips. And if you want to get some glass straws from Surfside Sips, you can use Coupon code cocktails and classics spelled out. That's cocktails A N D classics for twenty percent off your order. And if you're looking for a business to support during this time, seems like a good idea. A little bit of a tradition around here is Zach takes over, puts us through a trivia quiz. Zach. Alrighty, question number one. In its original cut, the four and a half hour long one we discussed earlier, how long was Bill Murray's ball smashing monologue where he's hitting the tulips? Was it A, three minutes, B, 13 minutes, or C, 30 minutes? 30 minutes? There is absolutely no way they let that go on for 30 minutes. That's a long time. It's a long time to continue talking for oh, just like off you know, the top of your about head about anything. Yeah, if anybody can do it, though. So I'm gonna say it's C, 30 minutes. I'm gonna go with 30 minutes. That's my answer. I was gonna say maybe he went through all 18 holes in that 30 minutes. Uh, I'm gonna say 13 minutes. Um, I feel like the like the one that we see in the movie is pretty long already. 13 going on 30 minutes. I want to say 13 minutes. I, I feel like we get close to three minutes in the movie. I, 30 minutes would not shock me because I feel like Bill Murray is the type of person that could just ramble on for that long. But I can't believe someone would sit around and watch it for 30 minutes without yelling cut. They did. Oh, it's 30 minutes long. Nice. Yeah, it's unreal. Standing it. out in the sun, just smashing flowers for 30 minutes. That's a good point, though, about going through all 18 holes. You know, instead of us just getting the last hole at the Masters at Augusta, he took us through the entire round. 
I could see that. It would take a long time. He's he he was at like three fifty and only hit it like another ninety five yards or something. <laughs> yeah, gonna pull out his five iron here. He's about three hundred and fifty away. Ooh, what a what a what a shot! All right, now he's about one ninety out. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> so something I I think we missed out talking about during the pod, but uh, filming of the uh, the movie was actually halted by a hurricane. They they filmed in Florida. And a hurricane took place, and they had to stop filming for a bit. Which hurricane was it? A. David, B. Ella, or C. Alma? Uh, what month did they film this in? Do we know? I do, but how, how does that help? It's in Florida. It helps because, alphabetically speaking, they name them alphabetically. <laughs> But don't don't they name them? But don't they name them in order of like whatever the last one was? No. Then we use the next letter in a year, in a year. It. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the year, yeah. they start back at A. They go back oh, to wow. A. I thought it just continued on. No. That's why Hurricane Zeke, uh, is like only happens <laughs> right? once in a blue moon, and they don't change the name. Yeah. No. Every every year they yeah they do it based on yeah they reset it so that would help. It was in Florida, so that doesn't really help. Well, I feel like it's, it's always hurricane like it's cheating. It's, it's like always hurricane season. It is not. There are like two months. <laughs> what were the what were the what were they again? It was A David, B Ella, or C Alma. How do you spell yeah. Alma? With an A. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with David, I guess. We're gonna we're gonna chance it and say it was the it was one of the not one of the earlier hurricanes. Seems weird that they, yeah. I'm going to say David. I'll say Irma or Ella. Was it Ella? Ella. Ella. Okay. Yeah, I'll say uh, Ella. I don't know. I feel like it was, well, shit. Hold on. Hurricane season, I feel like, happens later in the year. But it is Florida. It's really all the time in Florida. It's not, though. The summer is not hurricane season, I'm pretty sure. So... Maybe I'll say I'll say A. I'll say Alma or whatever the fuck it was. That was A was David. Yeah, that was C. I'm Alma was I meant A. the A hurricane. <laughs> oh, I see. Alma was C. Yes, I understand. I'm, gonna... I'm saying the hurricane that started with A. Alma. You guys are confusing me. I'm gonna say Ella. Because they needed their umbrella. Ella. Ella. A a A is the correct answer. Do, 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 do. What's yeah, the correct answer? They, a they filmed L? in uh, September. It's David. Nice. You guys are going to make me real bummed if I don't get to use my tiebreaker. Which it looks like we're not because Cam's in a 2-0 lead. I worked hard on this Yeah, no one else has anything else. So I, I think that I can botch this question and still be good. I'll go with a favorite. I, I try to fine-tune the trivia question so I can sneak in some of the funny ones, but also some of the hard ones. But uh, uh, question number three, the scene where Judge Snails is hitting the genitals is actually based on a true event that happened to A, Harold Remus, B, Bill Murray, or C, Brian Doyle Murray. Who does Remus play? The director. He wrote it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, I'm going to say Brian Doyle Murray. I'll say Harold Remus. I, God damn it, Dylan. I was also thinking Brian Doyle Murray. Son of a bitch. You can also think. You That's can what say I'm going with. We're There's both no... going to lose, so. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no law, so you should just say what you think is right. Well, there is there is something up uh, uh, at stake here, though, because Ben swept last week. Which you know what that means? So I have to lose. Ben really needs yeah, to get this I'm going, one right. I'm going with I'm going with good old Brian Doyle Murray. Ladies and gentlemen, the tradition continues. The correct answer was Join Harold me in I got it. All of wow, them I swept this week. <laughs> I got all of them right. What up? Those of us who have seen it, we wrote down our ratings going in. Uh, Cam has not seen it. So he's going to give us a fresh rating, and we're going to give you an updated rating on Caddyshack. So Cam... We'll let you go first, newbie. Uh, this movie wasn't for me. I don't think that. I don't think that this style of comedy I think aged well, and like like I've said before, not in like the super offensive way, but just like the it's just like the incoherent plot, the you know the randomness of a lot of it. It just did not. I don't know. It didn't just strike with me, and I do feel like there was like some competition for like trying to be. I don't know, like who is like the lead person of this movie even though it's no like if you've never heard of this movie and you're like yeah the main character is actually like you know well like a 16 year old kid or something like that and you'd be like really i thought it'd be you know one of the other top build actors no it's it's that guy um but all of his scenes are forgettable so like you know you wouldn't you wouldn't be faulted for not knowing that so i'm actually gonna give this movie like a three out of ten i i just i I didn't think it was that funny. Some of the parts were pretty funny, and and there were some like memorable quotes from it that have persisted. And I do think that this is like, you know, a very um, this is heavily influential on pop culture, um, and a lot of early memes. But yeah, I don't, I didn't really like it that much. I think this movie really fell apart in the editing room. I think they had so much great footage of bill murray being hilarious and chevy chase being hilarious and they also had this storyline where danny you know goes from being like the punk kid who won't put his money in the like savings account to winning a college scholarship and you know that coming of coming of age tale we talked about and i think it really fell apart in the editing room where they couldn't decide which movie they wanted to show you uh i think that's it's pretty clear the movie is hilarious it's old uh, in terms of its its humor, but you get some great stuff. You know, it's pretty rare that somebody will throw on like a Rodney Dangerfield comedy special nowadays, but you can throw on Caddyshack and get the gist. Um, Chevy Chase does a great job playing a douche, and Bill Murray plays the perfect weird guy. Um, and those roles are fantastic, but I don't think the movie's that great. I've never really liked it, um, so I gave it a four going in, and I'm going to leave it at a four. Man, I'm surprised that the other two haven't liked it so far. I do enjoy this one. I'm not, like, watching it often, but every time I do go back, there are bits that I catch that maybe I didn't get the first time, or there's jokes that I don't remember. Uh, Like we talked about, there's a few things that didn't age well. Yeah, I don't think this type of comedy holds up too well nowadays. I feel like people do want some semblance of like a coherent story throughout. Even though when you when you kind of boil it down, like I mean Harold and Kumar, uh, like you guys said, The Hangover, like all those ones are still kind of like a, like an idea of a plot, and then we just 
tie all these little bits and gags together. But those are also the ones where I'm like, yeah, that was a funny movie. I also haven't seen it since it came out. You know, the ones I keep going back to are like some of the Judd Apatow and the Seth Rogans and the ones that like have the plot go throughout. That said, I do really enjoy this movie. Uh, going in, I gave it a seven. I'm going to bump it down to a six. It's funny, and if you've never seen it, I do think it's worth watching. It's a classic comedy film. Maybe cult. I don't think it did that well on initial release, but I do think it is like one of the bigger like cult movies because everyone and their mom will say a Caddyshack quote. Uh, you can check it out on HBO as of recording. Yeah, going into this movie, I had it at a six. I'm going to leave it at a six. I, I agree a lot with what you said, Dylan. Some of it didn't age well. Yeah, we talked about the plot being kind of like, let's be honest, the, the plot of the movie is very kind of in the back for the movie. It's not really driving it forward. But I don't think it needs to be. This movie's not about the plot. The plot's there to move you from joke to joke or bit to bit. And I'm fine with that. This isn't a movie I sit to watch to dissect. This is a movie I turn on to watch and and laugh. To watch the three biggest comedy stars of like the eighties do their yeah, thing. Yeah, and there's parts and there's parts that get slow. But I mean, I think even some of the scenes with with Danny and the judge are are hilarious. And at points sometimes I think they're just as funny as some of the shit that Chevy Chase and Bill Murray do. I think the judge plays such a great 80s comedy villain uh just fantastic yeah overall i just i really like this movie i left it at a six hey everybody we're gonna get laid <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to rate and subscribe check us out on instagram at cocktails and classics pod share us with your friends and family love to hear what you think send us your movie and drink recommendation and as always watch responsibly